What's up, everybody? It's your boy DJ, and I'm back with another video. I'm here with returning guest Shay. Hey. You know how it go. You know how we do. I'm asking you some questions. I want your honest answer. Here we go. Let's get it. So, would you date an attractive and successful guy if he lives at home with his mom? Yes, I would. Typically, some people just don't want to move out yet. And he might not be comfortable moving on to his own, um, getting his own place. Trying to get into a relationship and moving with someone else. I mean, it's not really a a downfall that he's living with his mom, especially since he's successful. I'm guessing he has money and he has a career, so I would be okay with it. I know as a guy with a woman, it's like, like, it just all depends on, like, if we see potential in her, right? Now, if a woman just not showing potential, she want to stay with her mom and all that, you know, choose to move differently how we're going to choose to move but like it's not really like a deal break if she lives at home with her parents you know so it's just like it's like okay you live at home with your parents okay that's fine do you plan on moving out or what are, you, what are your goals moving forward you know now I'm pretty sure like I don't know not one woman that's like fine with living at home all the time you know it's going to eventually come a time they want to move out and it's like so, okay, I'm all for that. Like I said, if I see potential, me as a guy. Now, other guys might have other reasons, uh, but at the same time, it's like if a guy got his own place, he won't mind like, hey, you want to come spend, you know, spend time over here or whatever, you know, parents might not let, you know, the guy come over or something like that. But that's how I feel. It really don't matter to me if you got admiration on moving out. I mean, would you be okay with, because if the woman is living at home, she's saving money, right? I mean, some are, but it's like, you got women that's, if they are staying at home, they look at it like, oh, I don't got to do, you know, another way to like, not have responsibility. Oh, I got this person paying my phone bill, or they paying this, they paying this, and then like, they keep their money by whatever they want to buy, whether it's clothes, makeup, get the hair done new electronics, new shoes, whatever it is. It's like, as long as you know that somebody's going to be there to take care of you, you have that mentality growing up that you need to be taken care of. I feel you. I think of it as if my man is still living at home with his parents, he's saving money and eventually going to want to get a place with his potential wife. And he'll have enough money saved up to get a house. I don't even, well, that could be the goal. I don't know. I mean, I feel like with me, if I were to stay at home, my parents, it'd be like, it's, it'll be like, okay, save up for this and then, you know, help out when I can and all that. But it's like, it'll be, it won't be like right away moving out, looking to settle down. It'd be like, nah, let me move out, like, get myself together then like you know focus on other stuff like that but it's like a lot of people stay with their parents because they say they're not ready or they feel like they're yeah. not prepared to move out yes and stuff like that and it's like 
you won't know unless you get out there. And it's like a lot of people got this part where like their parents be like, you can always come back home. Yes. Like, I look at it like, don't like, you can go for that now, but I'm like, that's a lot of hand-holding, you know. And it's like, you know, this is a parent's job to love your condition and all that. You know, help you when you down and all that. That's fine. But it's like, don't be so quick to, like, help them. Like, let them fail. Let them know, like, hey, you did this. You messed up. Now, before you come back here, try to fix the problem. Try to get try to get a better understanding or a better grasp of the concept that where you messed up at. See if you can fix it. See if it's fixable. Once it's fixable, then you can, you know, move move forward doing something different or you can come back home. You'd be welcome either way, but that's my take on it. Yeah, so you'll feel like you'll only date a woman if she has an admiration to want to move out and get her own. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, now if she... Understandable. Yeah, if she's out doing everything already, then you know, okay, cool, but if she's at home with her parents... I don't want her to feel like that's like a safety a, net. Yeah, a red flag. Like, oh well, she stayed at home with her parents. She this is that, that, that. I I don't care. Okay. But uh we're gonna move on to the next question. So uh can you see yourself getting back with an ex with a shot at a longer relationship? I could not. No. Because you have to look at what it was that broke me and the person up in the first place. And you can't just fix that. I mean, sure, you can take time apart and grow separated. But typically, whatever it was that broke us up is not just going to fix during that time. And I can't just come back and say, well, I can trust you, even though you gave me reasons not to trust you or you cheated on me. I can't go back. Mm-mm. I mm, let me see. I feel like I could. I I, I feel like I could. Really? Uh, only reason only reason why I say that is because it's like, yeah, you my ex or whatever. But it's like, let's say it was something like minor, or something that was like an easy fix. But we wasn't we weren't like mature enough to like work on those things, you know. And it's just like okay. Let's say two, three years down the line or something like that. Like you fixed everything you need to fix on. Or you, you you worked on everything you need to be worked on. I fixed everything and, t- and took care of everything you need to be worked on. It's like, okay, you know. And it's like, it would be like certain things that like you liked about that person. Certain things they liked about you was like highlighted now moving forward. Now that y'all mature and it's like, I can see like, hey, let's try this again and see what happens, you know? And it's like, you're not looking to date that person because they're who you were, they, that's who you liked earlier. You're looking for that person, like, okay, you go into it like, I know some about this person, but at the same time, this is a new person, so I got to go about this in a different way. A lot of people in relationships, when they break up, they feel like, oh, I just got to do this. I just got to do this, and then we, we'll be good. We'll go back to where we get. And it's like, it's not always the case. It's like, if people break up and actually work on fixing themselves, changing themselves, getting themselves, putting themselves in a better situation, and this other person coming back, having done those things, I always thought it wasn't me. 
I didn't do nothing wrong, yeah. all that. And it's like, yeah, it's not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. And it's like, I I got, like, somebody came up to me and, like, asked me a question, like, similar to that. And um, it was like, yeah, you you know, you might be the same person you was two, three years ago. And that could be the case. You could feel, you could feel like, hey, I want the problem. You know, I was, I was the one that, that uh, you, you approached me, you know, all this. You feel like you don't got to be like, you you shouldn't be held to the fire. And it's like, no, nah, let's go for men and women. It's like, no, nah, you did things that he didn't like, but him possibly trying to make it work left it, left it unsaid. And the same can be said for a guy. Woman didn't like some of the stuff he did, but the the way she felt about him was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm forgiven, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. Only if it's a minor problem, because otherwise, if it was a major problem, you're never gonna really know if they changed themselves, if they really grew or learned anything while you were separated. They can come back and slowly start to do the same thing. Over and over again. So, I mean, like the like, uh, I was reading up on something the other day, and it was talking about uh, why it's so hard. Like, why it's so hard. Like, um, dating dating now than it was back then. And it was like uh, a lot of people saying like, it's easier to do now. Like, it's easier to like have a second option. It's easier to cheat and cover it up. It's easier to like get 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 away with doing other stuff and people like um, give you an alibi for that day or whatever it is. And it's just like that's for men and women. It's like it's easier for me to like do this and then hide the evidence. It's easier for me to be like, hey bro, where was I the other day? And the same can be said for a woman. Be like, Jared, remember I was at your house last night? And the girl, yeah, you was at my house all night. This shit did it. And it's like it's so easy now and it's like people get upset and it's like yeah it's kind of hard to like trust that person but if you apply like too much pressure or or you ask too many questions you get labeled as quote unquote doing too much and it's like you ain't giving me no space you ain't giving me like no room to breathe all oh, and it's like excuse me for trying to protect my peace by making sure you ain't doing nothing. And it's like, you could be doing everything you sh- should be doing or could be doing as a, as a person in a relationship and that person can go out and get, like, attention that she wasn't getting at first from other people she that didn't know about her all because, oh, I see you happy, you you know, you in a relationship. Let me see what I can do. Let me see if I can move in on it. And if you're not, like, if you don't pay attention to that type of thing, yeah, they're yeah. going to him getting some type of information or the girl in this case getting the guy information whatever it is oh we just we just we just talking about this we just talking about this yes. oh we just met here we just did this we did it like and that becomes like that can easily become like personal then it can be easy like explicit conversation with the fact that they know you're in a relationship and it's like Oh, what about this? Oh, what about this? You know, hey, let's go hang out. Oh, this and all this. Like, nah. I don't like it, but you know, it is what it is. 
So we're gonna move on to the next question. So how do you think about long distance relationships? It's a whole lot easier to make them work nowadays. You have Snapchat, you have every pretty much FaceTime, every type of social media to engage in activities but you know that you can't do face to face basically. Mm, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. Uh because I mean, don't get me wrong, it's like that's where like that's when like the love of somebody gonna really be put to the test, I say, because that person ain't gonna always be around like you like they normally would if you was like in the same city or the same neighborhood or whatever, whatever it is, driving distance to this person. And it's like it's like in a long distance relationship, let's say let's say y'all talk every day at a certain like at a certain time, right? Y'all FaceTime every night or yeah, every and, day. And let's say let's say this one time y'all try to FaceTime and this person ain't available, right? Oh. And let's say let's say you like, oh okay, maybe this person just got caught up with work or Maybe this person out doing something. Maybe they maybe they got don't got their phone. Whatever you give them the benefit of the doubt, right? But while you giving them the benefit of the doubt, you also thinking like we usually always call and talk to each other around this time. What's going on? Now, granted, he can really just be caught up at work. You know, don't got his phone around. Probably sleep. You know, that could be the case. But they also that thought that. He's out with another woman, or he's out, or she's out with another guy. Gonna creep up in in this person's head, like, and then as soon as this person answers the phone, let's say this person was asleep. Oh, I was asleep. Woman ain't gonna believe it. The guy ain't gonna believe it. No, but that can happen with someone in the same city as you. Exactly. It doesn't have to be a long term. Exactly. I mean, I said like with long distance relationships, like. Yeah, it maybe would matter of fact, it wasn't easy then, but it's twice as twice as hard now because like I said, you got you got access to so many different different um ways of communicating pe- with people, yeah. But also, let's say let's say you go out, right? You go out with a group of girls and it's a few guys out there, right? And let's say one of the guys got his arm around your shoulder. Now you out with your girlfriends and this guy that you don't know just got his hand around your shoulder. And they post it on social media, and you put on the caption, you know, you oblivious to it, you having a good time, whatever, whatever. And let's say they look at these pictures. Oh, this dude got his arm on the shoulder. Next picture, y'all doing something. Oh, this dude in the picture again. Oh, this dude in the next picture. Like, dang, they must be talking. Meanwhile, you got a whole other dude looking at the same thing. Like, hey, so you want to explain this? We just was out. We were just having fun. Who that dude is, you know, wrong assumption. Same thing with a girl. So why you have your arm around her shoulder? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it's thrown off. And it's like, they don't really got no proof that you are not doing anything. Because you wasn't answering the phone. You got these pictures that are out. Which, not bad pictures, but it's like, you're going to leave. No call. On no call answer, no text reply, and I see this picture on social media. You leaving me the assumption to draw whatever picture I want to draw and make any assumption that I feel like I need to in this situation. 
and that can spark an argument. And like you said, you don't have no no intention on doing this or that, but it's like this person is left with an image that they're painting. You're not answering the phone. You're not responding to texts. I see pictures of you out with a person that I don't know with their arm over your shoulder. And it's like, what you want me to think? So mainly for you, it's just the distance that you can't go and pretty much talk with them and see what is really going on. So like I said, this can happen with somebody that you lay next to each night. You can see the same thing happen and it's not a long distance relationship. I'm going to tell you, reassurance, right? Now, it's, it's like you can reassure somebody over the phone, but it's not, it don't hit as much as reassuring them face-to-face. Now, if you reassure this person face-to-face, you'll be like, okay, cool. Like, they'll get their understanding, like, you're not going in the world, you're in for them, this, you did that, that, that. And you can actually, like, show them that affection about reassuring. Now, give it to them over text message, okay. They read it, okay, cool, you know, whatever. It don't hit as much. Like, they understand, like, okay, cool. They don't, this person don't plan on going nowhere, but it's like, it is just a little bit different when this person is face-to-face with you. Y'all laying up in the bed, y'all having these, these uh, intimate conversations where it's like, okay, cool, versus over the phone against, like, the assumption that's being drawn. It's like, uh, I believe you, but it's like, I need some more proof versus let me explain to you while we laying down. Let me explain to you in like a late, a late night car conversation type of deal. So yeah, to me, it's like, it's harder to do. I mean, it'll test the relationship a lot better than it would like being in the same city, same state, face to face every other day or whatever. So with that, we're going to go to the next question. So, why is it so hard for women or men to start with start over with someone else? Coming from a previous relationship to a new relationship. Yeah. You have to build back trust, honesty. I mean, you're starting over from being in a previous relationship where you had all of that and now you gotta start fresh with somebody else it's gonna be pretty hard I mean is that why a lot of people say that they hate starting over they rather try to work things out with their ex cause I hear a lot of that yeah especially if you have a lot of time invested they'll go over and over again with their ex Versus trying to start from the ground up because who wants to do that? You know what the most um, consistent thing in the world is? What's that? Change. So it's like, yeah, change is going to be difficult. Change is going to be uncomfortable. Change is going to be like something that you're not used to doing. But it's like, it's easier. Continue to put your own happiness to the back and deal with this person until maybe something happened to where they start going back to how they used to be or you can cut ties and go with somebody else and it's like yeah a lot of people say 
uh, we got history. This is this. I don't want to start up with somebody new. And it's like, yeah, but are you happy? Could you see yourself with this person longer than like where you at now? Like, I'm not saying the love fizzled out, but it's like once a person knows you're not going anywhere, that's when they feel like, okay, cool. I can show this person this side of me. Or I can show this person this side of me. I don't got to keep on doing this. I don't got to keep doing this. Like the stuff that they were doing earlier in a, in a start a relationship. And it's gold for guys and women. The stuff that they used to do, they look at it like, this person ain't going to work. I can do whatever I want. And this person going to always be here versus starting over. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to let you keep doing me like this. You're not going to keep treating me like this. You ain't going to keep taking advantage of me. And it's like, and it's like, people don't want to put themselves out there like that to start over. Cause it's like, maybe I get somebody crazy. Maybe I get somebody that don't, they don't love me like they say they do. Maybe they in it for this. Maybe I won't be happy. And it's like, oh, this is a situation that you put, like, I want to say, I'm not saying you put yourself in this situation, but it's like, over a long period of time dealing with a person that's causing you stress, that's taking your love for granted, taking your trust for granted, and it's like, do you want to continue to put yourself through that or do you want to go through the uncomfortable feeling of starting over? And it's like, it's kind of like, that's kind of your options. It's like, do you want to keep, continue to stress yourself out, continue to deal with this person, or you want to take a leap of faith and be like, you know what? This ain't what it was. This ain't what it was at first. We had a good run. This is this. I want to see other people. Like, that's like the hardest thing for women and men nowadays to do. Yeah, I think it's for both of us, especially if you're coming from an unhappy relationship. It's very uncomfortable starting over. It's an uncomfortable feeling because you have to see if the next person is going to accept you and love you for who you are. Are you going to accept them and love them for who they are? It's very hard. I mean, I'm not even saying it's a bad relationship. Like, let's say, let's say it was a good relationship in the beginning, right? You know, the honeymoon phase. It's a good relationship in the beginning. You know, you're doing, you know, they doing everything you like for them. You doing everything they like for you, whatever, all that. Y'all doing everything the other person like. But then, let's say six, seven, a year down the road, and you get emotionally invested, they get emotionally invested, and then things start to change, right? Y'all been good for a year. Things start to change. Let's say y'all been good for five years, right? And things start to change. And it's like, you're emotionally invested, or that person is emotionally invested, so they're gonna overlook this. They're gonna look at it and be like, okay, you know, maybe maybe this person having a bad day. Maybe it'll be different next time. And it's like, you don't do it all at once. You like slowly start going against what you've been doing, going against what you've been doing. And so this person that's so emotionally invested in you, and what I mean by emotionally invested, some of the things you weren't able to say and get away with early on in the relationship, you're able to do and get away with. So you're able to stay out. Let's say you want to stay out late nights, come in two, three in the morning. You can do that in that relationship at the start of it. Now you can. I was out with the fellas, you know, I wasn't around my phone, or me and the ladies was out partying, whatever, this shit did it. And the thing is, the person is more opt to be like, 
okay, babe, you know, just, you know, let me know something next time, you know. And the thing is, like, and I was having this conversation earlier, it was like, a guy or a woman, more so a guy, but women do it subtly, they'll play this role until they get what they want to get from you in earnest. And then after that, they start showing their real self and they look at it like, if you stay, this is what you're going to be getting every day from here on out. And it's like, and it's like, if you want to put yourself in there, if you want to stay there, you know, you stay there. But if you don't, you know, you got to worry about now you possibly got self-esteem issues. Now you got trust issues. Now you got, uh, you got an issue loving another person. You got issues putting enough faith and trust into this next person that you deal with all because you don't know. You don't know if they're going to do the same way. You don't know if they're going to love you the way you want to be loved. You don't know if they're going to respect you like they gonna, like you like you were respected the last relationship. And it's like a lot of people hurt the person for the next relationship, but they always want to keep that door open to where it's like, all right, it didn't work out. This is the last person I was with. Let me go back to this person. Yes. So I have a question for you. Do you feel like in relationships, men sacrifice a little bit more of their happiness than women do? I mean, come on. The man has to pretty much make sure that his woman is emotionally satisfied. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I do. Because it's like... You know how they say um, that, that whole term, happy, happy, happy wife, happy life, and it's like, it's like okay, so, so this is like what as long as the wife happy, the guy gotta automatically be happy, and it's like a lot of a lot of women want the guy to show like husband material, but they want the guy to do all these things related to like what a husband would do for his wife, but it's like you're not showing like wife traits at all and it's like yeah you're showing like girlfriend traits you know go take him lunch and all that but it's like this dude is doing a b and c and you're doing like the minimum and i'm not saying that that's the case for all all women but i look at it like a lot of women out here now want a lot more from a guy just to like get him through the door as far as conversation versus Oh, this this dude might be a potential guy that I can be married to. Yeah. I saw where they say that men sacrifice most of their happiness by settling down for one woman over being able to pick and choose. I mean, yeah, because, you know, you know, they say, um, you know, they say, and it's crazy. Cause it's like women can choose who they date, right? Men can choose who they marry. Absolutely. So, I'm going to say that one more time for people listening. Women choose who they date. You know, small relationship, date, whatever, whatever. Men choose who they marry. So, thing is, women can choose who they want to sleep with one night, two nights, three nights. I agree. Men can choose who they want to sleep with for the rest of their life. And the thing is... The reason why I say that is because, like, a woman can 
a, a woman can't force a guy to marry her, right? She can't be like, hey, let's get married. Because if the guy's not ready, he's not ready. He's not going to marry you. Versus when a guy knows, he'll let you know, hey, this is what I want. Uh, I, I'm feeling you. I know you're feeling me too. This is this. Here go the ring. You know. And the thing is, if anything, you know, what it is, if a woman come to a guy in the hopes of being in a relationship, the guy can still say no. And the woman will be, you know, she's going to be mad or pursue whatever, whatever. But thing is, once a guy makes his decision that he's not going to be in a relationship with this woman, that's, that's, that's how it's going to be. And a lot of women going to be upset about that, but that's, that's how that goes. And it's with the guy being able to choose who he married. Yeah, he can look at it like, oh, yeah, this this woman right here, she got this much potential. She got this going for herself. She got a nice body. She look good. She got a good career, whatever, whatever. But maybe I want to go with this woman. They probably don't got as much potential. That body isn't as voluptuous as this woman, all because I can see myself with this woman. I can settle down with this woman. We can work on all of those things. She's not as highly prof, 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 prolific as this woman. This woman, uh, a lot of people want to see, a lot of people want to date her, a lot of people want to see what she's about, a lot of people want to hang out with her, whatever. This woman right here, a lot of people ain't talking to her. A lot of people don't want to go out with her. She's still attractive, but not attractive with this woman. I'm going to take my chances with her. Thing is, she is a, a safer route. And the thing is, that's what guys look for. Guys don't look for the stressful woman to settle down with. Because at the end of the day, a guy wants his peace, a guy wants his beer, and a guy wants his sports. And the beer can be switched with anything, but that's what he wants, those two things for sure, his his sports and his peace. Anything else would be completely conjecture. But a guy is not going to risk his peace and happiness for this very attractive woman because that stress is going to come with that. Whether it's her stress that's being added to it or stress that he got to compete or got to get this girl attention from these other guys that's wow. showing it. Versus this woman that's is attractive, not as not as built as this other woman, but he like the way she conversates with him. She's not as confusing as this other woman might or might not be. It's not a lot of guys that's pressing to be with her. He don't got to ask himself, where do I stand in your life versus with this other woman? Now, this other woman is not her fault, but she's going to have a lot more suitors than this woman that's not as attractive as her. That body isn't as reflective as hers. But with this woman right here, a guy look at it like, okay, I'll probably date this woman, you know, just to say I did or probably like have sexual relation with this woman just to say I did. But when it comes to settling down, she's not my pick. I don't want her to settle down with. I feel like that's not who I want. This is who I want right here. And a lot of women get upset because they ask themselves, uh, this guy cheated on me with a girl that isn't as attractive as me. Yes. And the thing is, it doesn't, it's not about if she's more attractive than you. And a lot of women don't understand it. They feel like, oh, this guy, this guy got this um this this funny looking woman, this she did they cheat on me with, this or that. It ain't about her looks. For whatever reason. He's, he found some stuff in her that you don't exhibit. She does some stuff that you don't do or you don't think about or you're not in tune with. That's why 
That's why he went with her. It ain't. It's, just, it's not a knock against you, but it's just like maybe it was something that he brought to your attention and you chose to ignore it or you chose to not like. And um, you chose not to interact with it properly. But it's you to how it goes. He'll tell this woman this and she'll be like open to talking about it. And they build a bond from that and you know, whatever happened, whatever happened. And you know, that goes from there. But uh, a guy gonna go where, where his piece is most, where his piece is the safest at. Yes. So we're gonna go to the next question. So as a woman, can you date a man that has everything you want but can't please you sexually? I'm going to have to go with no. I cannot. Um, I, I get if you have a pie chart and a relationship is made up of other things, sex is probably like 10%, 9% of a relationship, probably less than that. But it's still a portion of the relationship. I mean, you, we still need it. I can't do it by myself every night or pretend with my significant other and then finish by myself. No. I can't. Mm-mm. I mean, I understand that. Like, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying like it's a huge portion of relationship, but at the same time, like, I, feel, I mean, I feel like I could, but it's like, it'd have to be like other, like other means. Like, I can't say like, oh yeah, we could just go like without it, like a hundred percent or just like real bad. Like, thing is like, it's going to be times where like, I want to be intimate with my, with the woman I'm with. And it's like, if, if it's not enjoyable, it's like, it's no reason even, even doing it. Right. And people going to probably, you know, I don't know, man, give me up sex out of it. I'm looking at it like, if it's not enjoyable for the man, right? In in most cases, if it's not enjoyable for the man, it's harmful to his member. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm looking at it like, do I want to harm my member because she want to be satisfied, or do I just want to like cut it out altogether and keep myself from um, harming myself? And I'm like. And now I go that route 100% of the time. That's why I'm like, I I could be in a relationship and if I had to choose between it hurting and none at all, it'd be none at all. And it's like, I feel like if I'm pressed with those two options, I can go with that. I can go with that. Now, uh, would I sacrifice that to be in a relationship with a woman that has everything I want? Probably not. No. All because, like you said, it's still a part of it's still a part of a relationship. I mean, I can I can dim it down to the smallest number, but it's still a section in here that's in this relationship that is gonna happen. And it's like, I mean, I can appreciate that she has everything I want, but at the same time, as a man, it's like his happiness is pretty simple to acquire, right? And once you fill those things up, anything else would be extra. But sex is going to be one of those things that he will want to have. And it's like, if that's not included in all, period, everything is be thrown off. Everything, some will be higher than what it needs to be. Some will be lower than what it needs to be. Some energy will go towards doing other things. Some energy will be taken away from other things. And it's like, it'll throw the whole 
trite of relationship. You just gonna throw their whole thing out of whack. And I I appreciate the woman, but I can't put myself in that situation. I can't enjoy that and pretend that I enjoyed that if that's not in in the pie chart at all. So no. It's yeah. not for me, it's no. Have you ever been in that situation before? I have. No. I have. And it's it's terrible because it's something that you dread to do with your partner. You don't want to do it because you're like, Mm-mm. it doesn't satisfy me. I get nothing out of it. So that throws off everything else that you can put into a relationship. So you can't really make anything work. Yeah, I I have not been in a situation like that, and and I'm and I'm glad I've been I've been I've been fortunate enough to not be in that situation because, I mean, to me like back then it probably would have been like okay, uh, it probably would have seemed like I left like prematurely without a reason, but it's like look, this ain't gonna work out. It's it's no use of trying. It's nothing that you can do to fix this, and it's like this just like not gonna work now. It probably could have been fixed and all that, but at the same time, it's like I gotta go through the trouble of like letting you know that this isn't enjoyable. You get upset at me for whatever reason. Yeah. You don't believe what I tell you. You're not gonna be like, okay, what I need to do to fix it. Yes. And you possibly could, but it's like it's like if we met later on down the line after you have like had guys that didn't complain about it. You're going to feel like, oh, I'm not doing nothing wrong. You got to be you. It got to be you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, to avoid even having, like, that conversation, like, of you thinking it's nothing wrong with how you're doing things. It's like, okay, let me just go on about my life. Good luck with you and yours. And just go from there. It's so much. It's easier to do because it's like trying to convince somebody that they're the the issue when it comes to doing it. It's like. I'd rather not even, I'd rather not even cross that bridge at all. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're going to wrap up. So, uh, tune in for the next video. Uh, this is Brandon Shea, S-H-A-Y, and your boy DJ signing out.